Kia ora and welcome to the Budget Lockup. I'm Bernard Hickey and this is my Budget 2023 special from inside the Beehive Banquet Hall where we've been sitting for three hours or so with a huge set of documents. We've had a news conference from Grant Robertson and we've had a chance to inhale uh, the budget's details and there's lots of them. The broad story here is that the government has been careful not to do a massive lolly scramble with unchecked, widespread payments to an awful lot of people. As was done, you could argue, with the cost of living payment in previous years, along with wage subsidies. Instead, uh, the government has focused a few handouts, particularly on what you'd call middle-class welfare. So there's been an extension to the early childhood education subsidies, where previously there were subsidies for kids aged between three and five. That's been extended now to kids who are aged two. We've also got um, uh, an extra bit of money for people who are on paid parental leave, and essentially it's a little top-up from the government to their KiwiSaver, a matching um, contribution from the government for that. Also, there's several hundred million dollars to increase the size of the Healthy Homes program. This is where the government subsidises insulation and heat pumps and efficient lighting. Well, that's been limited to about 300,000 homes. Well, that's going to be increased by about 100,000. And the way that's done is by increasing the income threshold, essentially um, meaning that people who are wealthier, uh, who have higher incomes and more valuable homes, do have access to the scheme. So that fits in the middle class welfare category. And of course, if you want to get re-elected, you need to go for the middle class vote. That's where the median voters are. Now, there's been a couple of uh, good surprises in this budget, I think. Um, Something I campaigned for earlier this year, the removal of the $5 prescription fee for pharmaceuticals. Now, this meant that upwards of 130,000 people chose not to collect their prescriptions in the 2021-22 year. They literally couldn't afford it. That meant, of course, they got sicker. Many had to go to hospital. And so the long-term real costs of the policy were much higher than the money that was raised from this. So it's going to be removed for everyone. And this is fantastic news, particularly for those people who are struggling, who uh, haven't been able to afford the prescription fees. And that's at a cost of $618 million over four years. So that's great news. It does also mean that um, particularly those people living in provincial areas, and rural areas who don't have access to the likes of Chemist Warehouse, which uh, does a loss leader deal, you don't pay the $5 prescription fee, this will take some of the pressure off, off some of those smaller independent pharmacies, which is also good. Now, the other surprise, I suppose you'd call it, from the election, sorry, from the budget, uh, was the decision to increase the trust rate to $0.39 cents in the dollar from $0.33 cents in the dollar, and to raise an extra $1.1 billion over four years. The government believes this will focus uh, on uh, particularly those uh, very wealthy people who use trusts. And and the government has pointed out that about 78% of the income that goes through trusts come from just the top 5% of trusts. So it's going to be politically difficult to uh, push back at that one. 
And um, those were the main surprises. The overall picture here is that the government didn't want to spend too much money or raise any great taxes that would um, blow up in its face in an electoral sense because it's not going to be um, increasing pressure on inflation and interest rates too much. A closer look, though, at the fiscal impulse figures show that in this current year of 2022-23 and going into 23-24, the government's stimulus to the economy is more than what was forecast in December. That's partly due to the uh, the cyclones, so quite a bit of spending there, and, and also the decision to go ahead with building 3,000 net new social houses. Uh, um, but it's not so much that it would force the, the Reserve Bank into a knee-jerk increase in interest rates to try to offset the inflationary pressure being applied by the government. Uh, and uh, that um, conservative uh, political uh, approach means, I think, that the pressure is now on the opposition to uh, um, say what it's going to do with some of the changes announced in this budget, and in particular some of the things that are, have been extended but only to the end of 2024, and it really forces the hand of the opposition to say whether or not they'd let them drop. And these include the extension of uh, free school lunches uh, to the end of uh, 2024 at a cost of $325 million, um, the extension of the uh, Healthy Homes uh, um, program, and of course the extension of Kanga Aura from uh, mid-2024. Uh, that's my summary so far of Budget 2023. We will um, see what the reaction is through the afternoon, and I'll do another wider report tomorrow morning on the Kaka. Kakite anō.